0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Building PA Podcast, construction industry podcast for the construction professionals right here in the great state of Pennsylvania. I am one of your co-hosts. I am uh, John O'Brien from Keystone Contractors Association,
1: and I'm joined with my co-host, Chris. What's going on, Chris? Hey, John. How are you doing? This is Chris Martin with Atlas Marketing. Uh, We tell stories for people who build things, and we're ready to go today, man. Awesome. ready yeah are you sure, yeah. Are you sure? I, I I think so i, <laughs> I, I think so hopefully the uh, you know the uh, technical issues are well behind us and we won't have any challenges but uh no I'm ready man I'm ready okay. this is a good this is a good good topic here this is an awesome topic so, so in yeah.
0: the past you know we've talked with training directors to talk about recruitment for the trade we've talked with yeah. uh, professionals that support the ACE Mentor Program, to talk about getting some high school kids interested in uh, construction. Yes. Today, today we're going to talk about another uh, aspect of the whole educational process, and we have uh, John uh, Sebastian from the University of Pittsburgh. He runs their construction management program. Hello, John. How are we doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Good to talk with you guys today. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Good. So are we
0: yeah yeah so you've been on board now uh i guess five years prior to that it was uh dck slash dick corp i always get names confused i forget when they changed names but it was
2: yeah yeah i'll share uh i mean i'll spare you a lot of the gory details but uh yeah i I went to Pitt years ago got a bachelor's in civil engineering and a master's in business then i ended up working for 34 years for dick corporation um which then transitioned to DCK Worldwide uh, before I left in 2014 to start my own consulting practice. But shortly after I did that, I uh, took on a full-time position at the University of Pittsburgh as the director of their construction management program. Okay. And I've been over there now for five years and really enjoying it. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of smart people over there, but what my favorite part of it is uh, interacting with the students and giving them some real-world stories and experiences they can relate to
0: so five years wow time time really does fly here uh what's what's kind of your initial thoughts looking back over the five years so far
2: well it's been a learning experience for me you know i honestly uh don't really have much problem with the topic and the content of what i've been teaching but the whole aspect of teaching is new to me So. i've not having background in that. So that's been a learning experience for me. But, you know, the challenge is really trying to encourage the students to identify concepts with the real world and, you know, get across to them how much fun it is and how exciting it is to be involved in the construction industry. So we do a lot of things where I purposely try to bring in outside speakers, but we also pull in case studies from Projects that are being built around Mm -hmm. campus or the CMU campus, we use those as case studies throughout the semester to, you know, reinforce what we're trying to teach. And the students work in teams and prepare construction management plans for the projects that are being built. So we'll have the project managers come in and talk to them. We'll take a tour of the project site. They'll put together a construction management plan complete with a cost estimate, a schedule, a risk plan, a safety plan. And I think it really helps them understand better, you know, what's going on in the field. And they all seem to appreciate it. I think they like getting a break from all the theoretical classes they take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for the for the benefit of Chris, let me just let me tell you, Chris, this this did not happen five years ago. The, the whole interaction with industry and students and the and the DM program. Um, so so I I started at the Master Builders in 2005. And for years, we always tried to work closely with the construction management program, and then we did to a certain certain uh, degree, um, but nothing like it is today. I mean, and I think the biggest challenge we had prior to you coming on board was having a full-time person who's really working with us, knowing the industry, and, you know, being a good partner. Because prior to that, we were kind of bounced around among students that tried to take the lead, and when their coursework got overloaded, you know, we just we went to the wayside. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's awesome that you're involved and you're pushing the, uh, the school in, in this uh, direction where partnering with the local industry.
2: Yeah, it's been good. The relationship with the master builders has been, you know, really good. You, they've been very supportive in getting a, a student chapter of the AGC, the Associated General Contractors of America, up and running at Pitt. And uh, also the Constructors Association of Western Pennsylvania, they've been helping along with the Master Builders uh, fund trips for the student officers to the annual convention, which this year will be going to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. So I I told the students uh, I'm not their chaperone, but, uh, you know, they're representing the (laughs) university. I expect them to be on their best behavior. But, uh, no, it's an exciting opportunity because they get to network with uh, industry professionals at the conference, and then, of course, this year in uh, Las Vegas is the Con Expo, the big equipment show, which they'll also get to see. Are the uh,
0: students in any event building contests or community contests?
2: Yeah, the students, um, they'll do a display in the exhibit hall on the student chapter and a lot of the activities they do, and then they interact with... Other student chapters from around the country at various meetings, and then I get a chance to interact with the faculty advisors from the other universities and share, you know, best practices, what works and what doesn't work, and how to get students more engaged. So uh, it's definitely worthwhile, and uh, the students get a lot out of it.
1: So for the program itself, it, when you know, if if I'm an engineering student and I want to go through it, when I graduate, do I have like a, a degree in construction management, or is it an engineering degree?
2: Well, the way it works at Pitt is we're certified by ABET, which is a national certification program that certifies all of our engineering programs. So everybody that graduates uh, undergraduate at Pitt. Comes out with a Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering, Um, and then they they have a concentration in a particular discipline, which can be construction management, structures, geotech, transportation. But really, the only place that shows up is on their transcript. Their actual degree is a Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering.
1: Well, so if I am a contractor and I'm interested in getting more younger people involved in my company. Uh, maybe it's a project manager, a uh, site form, and may, hell, maybe even an estimator. What what can I do to get involved, or how, how can I get Pitt to notice my company as a potential employer down the road?
2: Well, you know, we're actively involved in trying to um, get as much participation from the industry as we, as we possibly can. And there's multiple ways to get involved. Uh, the one thing we try not to do is be a, uh, a resume shop for people that are just looking to, uh, you know, to hire people once they get to graduation. And honestly, most of our graduates in construction management have multiple offers prior to graduation. So really the key is to get involved in the program and to get involved as early as you possibly can. So some of the opportunities include speaking to the students at uh, a weekly seminar, that all civil engineering students have to attend. Um, I also teach multiple classes, and I have guest speakers come in to those classes to talk to the students, and you know, part of that is a, a little bit of a sales pitch on their organization, but then hopefully sharing uh, some topic that's of interest to the students. But then the university itself provides multiple opportunities in terms of college fairs, uh, job fairs, co-op programs. Um, and some of them are run from the university's level, others are run from the School of Engineering level, and some still are run by the um, American Society of Civil Engineers, which is a student-run organization that organizes job fairs. So there's lots of different ways to get involved. Uh, we have sponsorships, we have special seminar sessions that that, that companies put on, so there's no shortage of ways to get involved. So, um, like I said, we're actively looking for participants. If anybody is interested, they can certainly reach out to me, and if I can't help them, I would get them connected to someone who could.
0: Yeah. Early on, you had mentioned um, you might go to CMU, the a construction project, or see the campus. Is there is there a synergy between the two the two universities? Do you guys work together at all beyond building tours? Uh, I-
2: Yes and no. I mean, I, I'm working on there being more synergy, um, but we have, you know, we do compete against CMU in terms of uh, some of the competitions we do at the student level. But generally uh, there's no competition between the universities or, or between the faculty. So, yeah, the more we can work together, the better. We do have cross-registration capabilities where CMU students can register for PIT uh, classes and vice versa. In fact, I have students in my Introduction to Construction Management class from CMU this semester. And, you know, I think it's just a matter of being open to um, receiving, you know, interested students from wherever they might come from. So,
0: five years now. So, you you may have had, uh, you
2: know, some students go
0: through the program. Do they come back at all and stay in touch and uh, are they guest
2: speakers at all? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely they do. And in fact, we, um, at least since I've been there, have initiated a program to really network with all the graduates and keep track of them, you know, as they move through their careers. So, at a minimum, you know, we encourage everybody to connect in with our LinkedIn site, the Civil Engineering Department uh, LinkedIn site. But we also maintain databases of graduates and where they're headed in terms of, you know, which jobs they've accepted and contact information and things so we can find them and reach out to them. But many of them do come back um, to either recruit for the companies they went to work for, which is actually a brilliant idea because, you know, at least for the first couple years, they literally know the students that they're interviewing and interacting with because they've been at school with them. So, Quite often at job fairs uh, we 'll get a flood of students coming back, and they 'll all want to come in and talk to some of the classes and Then I try to uh, squeeze as many of them in as I can, but I tell them they 're not allowed to do one hundred percent of a sales pitch for their company. They actually have to talk about what it 's like to be what it 's like to be a young engineer starting your career, you know tips and advice on job selection and interview skills and something that would be of value to the students.
0: So what's the the next five years look like? Do you have any long-term goals hanging out there you're thinking about?
2: Well, we're trying to provide other opportunities um, for people to come back to the university and either pursue a graduate certificate in construction management, which entails getting 15 credits of coursework Uh, And then you would receive a graduate certificate or coming back for a master's degree, which is 30 credits. And the master's program that we run at Pitt is a master's of science and civil engineering with a focus in construction management. But it could be done in the classroom or completely online. So we have students, so I'm teaching a graduate-level estimating class this semester, and I have 20 students in the classroom, and I have five students that are coming in live online Mm -hmm. to the class. And the tuition is the same. I mean, it's in-state tuition for the online students. They could be anywhere in the country. Um, They can get their degree completely online without ever having to come to campus, although we do encourage them, you know, if they're in the area or they're able to come to class. But uh, many of the students are out of state, and they are just trying to you know, pursue additional education opportunities, and being 100% online really makes it easy for students that are working full-time and in remote locations.
0: That's what I was going to ask about, whether they work full-time or not.
2: So that's going to be... Yeah, so the, the students in our graduate program, well, in our graduate classes, are usually a combination of full-time graduate students, part-time graduate students, online students, and undergraduates who are taking the graduate classes as electives in their senior year. So it creates a nice mix of students in the classroom and coming in online. So it's a lot of interaction. You know, it's good for the undergraduates to be able to interact with people that are out there working in the field already, and I think it's good for the people that are out there working, too, to interact with the students and remind themselves that they're not as old as they think they are. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, John, let me ask you this with the technology I mean you mentioned earlier that you know your background is more in the engineering side, and now you're 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 teaching and and doing these doing the things that are just a little different than what you originally went to school for, but how has the technology component you know the fact that you're actually teaching to people that aren't physically in the room how has that changed? the 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 dynamic or the the experience of of learning through Pitt or even any other school I I mean obviously we're talking about Pitt but um what's your thoughts on that
2: well I I think it's enhanced it quite a bit I mean I think we have a, a very flexible program and we try to make it that way on purpose to accommodate more schedules and more demands of people's time. I mean, in the classroom itself, we have web enabled classrooms, which are set up with, you know, multiple cameras, microphones. We have mats on the floor. So if I walk around the classroom, the camera follows me. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that I put up on the monitor are visible, not only in the class, but also online. All of the classes are recorded. uh, And then we put a link to the recording on our course web system and so that the students can access them if they miss a class they can watch the recording if they just want to look at the recording prior to an exam or if there's a concept they didn't quite get and they want to go back over they can watch it essentially on demand so i think it gives them a lot of different ways to access the material interact with the instructor and fellow students uh, I mean, to me, the experience is greatly enhanced from when I was in school. Of course, that was a long time ago. But I think the technology has really come a long way to help it be as flexible as possible for the, the students. That's, that's good.
1: Yeah, it has definitely changed a lot since since I was in school as well. So um, that's, that's a great opportunity, though, for people to, to expand their careers and, and do more. So. so as you were moving up
0: the ranks, you know, back in the day at Corp, could you ever envision this day where you're teaching college courses, you're teaching graduate courses, you're running the construction management program? Must be, must be pretty crazy, you know, looking back. But on the, yeah. on the flip side, it, it probably helps you a lot with all the experience and
2: getting that across to the start. Yeah, I mean, yes, it does. And to answer your first question, yeah, I I don't really know that I ever thought of myself as doing what I'm doing now, but I always thought that it would be interesting at some point in my career to kind of double back and do some teaching, even if it was uh, as an adjunct teaching, teaching one class, just to try to share some of the experience you know, with the students and people that are you know, trying to learn but really have no concept of what it's like out there in the real world. So I always felt like that was a good opportunity to give back to not only the university, but to the students to you know, enhance them, their knowledge and give them some guidance on their career decisions and you know, what, what it's actually like out there. But yeah, coming up from, uh, from spending 34 years with, with Dick Corporation and DCK Worldwide, I, I did a little bit of everything and in the process met a lot of people. So my network is pretty wide, and I offer that to the students, quite frankly, for whatever benefit that is to them, whether it's bringing in speakers, um, arranging discussions with people on specific topics, specialized subcontractors, or even helping them in a job search, um, trying to make sure their resume gets through the door and to the right person. So I think it's it's ended up being a good thing for me. I really feel like I could potentially be making a difference to some of the students, and I think it's also good for the students, because I think they get a chance to ask me questions about, you know, what it's like out there. And uh, and I get a chance to mix in my own experiences with the coursework material, which I think makes it more understandable for them.
1: Awesome, Ed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it, John O'Brien mentioned something earlier about um, how things have changed, and, and you know, before you started at Pitt, there there wasn't this um, professional experience uh, coming into the classroom, and and I'm seeing a lot in in our industry, in in the advertising and marketing industry as well as the construction industry. And uh, so can you talk a little bit about how that actually helps the students and and how they're actually applying it and and
2: putting it into um, actually daily use? sure sure yeah you know a lot of the concepts we go over in uh, in the class they're very practical by nature because construction is a very practical as opposed to theoretical profession i mean we're not doing heavy calculus or creating multi-layered algorithms we're talking about you know how do you manage a project what are good project management techniques How do you motivate people? How do you work as a team? How do you create a schedule? How do you create an estimate? how do you, you know, handle the dynamics contractually amongst all the players, whether it's the owner or the subcontractors or suppliers. So what I find is as, as I'm going through the different concepts with them, you know, my my mind is like a Rolodex that where experiences pop into my head relating to whatever the topic is that night. And I tell the students sometimes if I you know, go off on a tangent too far, reel me back in. But I think it's valuable to them to be able to share an experience that I've had on that topic in a real world setting. I think it brings it to life for them and makes it much more understandable. That's good information there. That's helpful. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, you're doing an outstanding job. Uh, you know, keep it up.
2: The industry appreciates it. Um. Yeah, I, I enjoy what I'm doing and, um, You know, the more I still consult to the industry, too, and I'm involved in a number of organizations on three different boards of directors and as an industry judge for the master builders. And so I still interact, you know, on a daily basis with the industry. So I think that helps not only me stay current with what's going on in the industry, but it benefits the students as well. My information isn't five years old. It's based on what I did last week in a lot of cases.
0: That's a good point. Good point yeah, Steve. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to, uh, if it's okay with you, John, maybe have you check in every every year or so, every, every so often, just to get an update on the students and the program. And, yeah, everything I hear you do, an outstanding work there, and it's
1: great to hear straight from the source, whatever yeah. the job you're doing. So
2: keep it up. Well, thank you. And I'd, I'd be happy to talk to you guys anytime.
1: time. Well, good. We'll have you back on, John. Thank
2: you. Okay, absolutely. Great talking to you guys.
1: All right. Have a great day.
0: And that's another Thank episode you. of Building PA. It was John Sebastian from the University of Pittsburgh.
1: Thanks, yes. John. Enjoy your day.